bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. It is four minutes after the hour on Election Day. And I don't think anybody. Did you? Did anybody vote? Did you vote? I haven't left the station. Should I get him? Since last Thursday. Because I'm like, but but that's not that's not answering my question. Did you vote? Okay, don't answer that question. Because I'm taking that as a resounding no. Not yet. Oh, there you go. That's that's what I'm talking about. Voting is important. Only this this is me speaking. I'm not speaking. The views expressed on the following program are those of Dr. Ken Harris. And he doesn't care whether or not anybody likes it or thinks it's right or not. Okay, we're done. So here's the deal. Voting is a right. It's not a privilege. Or is it? It can be taken away. You go to jail, go to prison, be on paper, as in probation or paroled for a certain period of time. And guess what? Guess what? You can't vote. I heard that all the way in here. I I, I heard that all the way. (laughs) You really have been here since last Thursday. So, so he was in there yawning. I'm like, what was that? Like, is the world is, are the walls falling in? Is it an earthquake? Uh, and, um, I understand voting is important, 
But your choice to not vote, you still pay taxes. So what, what, what rights do you really lose by not voting other than to complain about the person in office or the person that's not in office? Is voting important? Absolutely. People died for you to have the right to vote. But you get to decide as an American whether or not you feel like voting or not. And the two can be mutually exclusive. You can decide to vote or not to vote, and you can decide to exercise your rights, not exercise your rights, and you should be okay with both. But if you disagree, that's okay too. I understand completely. I understand that you may have forgotten the importance of being first. And so this is what I want anyone who is not black to understand. Voting is important for black people because we were denied the right. When we say that, don't bring up women. Don't bring up women's suffrage. I don't care. You have the right now, right? I'm telling you what you tell us when we talk about slavery. Eh, that was in the past. You should be forgiven. Yes, we forgive. We don't forget. Voting is important, just as important as breathing. And it sounds contradictory. I know it sounds contradictory. But in the end, you have to remember that it is your constitutional right to decide whether or not you want to vote or not vote. Would you prefer somebody came up and put a gun to your head and said, if you don't vote, we're going to harm you? Or made you go to the polls or beat you if you didn't vote? Imagine what the world would be if we beat people if they didn't vote. Like, can you imagine that? If we actually beat people and say, hey, you didn't vote. We're going to beat you. You think voting would be different? A lot of right-hand candidates. In 1835, the first documented, and this is why documentation is so important, and I'm calling out all organizations, but especially black and African-American organizations. This is why documentation is the most important thing you can do for your organization. Make sure the minutes are not written lazily, but thoroughly, concisely. Why? In 1835, the first documented black Milwaukee resident settled in the city. Did you know that? 1835. He was a cook for Milwaukee's first mayor, Solomon Juno. That even back then, what's that? 1776? Plus 30, plus 30, a 60 some odd years later, we were a cook from Milwaukee's first mayor, Solomon Juno. September 17th, 
1835. And this is why this is important for Black History Month. And this is why this is important for you to remember. And before I go into that, um, I first have to say thank you. Because there is so much information that you can find and that you can go through. And I have to say thank you to Dr. Clark, Camelia Clark, who put me on to this. On September 17th, 1835, this man became the first black man to vote in Milwaukee's what election? The first election. Remember that. September 17th, 1835, he became the first black man to vote in Milwaukee's first election. During a time when black people were not even allowed to vote, they were still in slavery. And the northern cities still upheld significant segregation, turned people back over to slave masters. So the next time you complain about voting and complain about it and complain what we don't have, here's a man who people in Milwaukee need to understand and should recognize his name is actually worth knowing. First black man to settle in Milwaukee, first black man to vote in Milwaukee, and he voted in the first election. Can you say Joe Oliver? And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I was just, I was, I was looking at a, I was looking at a, 833-212-1017 is the number. If you have any comments, questions, anything about the election today, give us a call. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I won't tell you who I voted for, um, but I'll tell you what I'm thinking and, and who seems what and what seems where and all that other fun stuff. 833-212-1017. One zero one seven is the number. Scott on the talking text line says, since you're having a discussion about voting, maybe you can shed a little light on why Mr. Everett Mitchell, who was on the ballot, didn't have even one commercial illustrating his candidacy. I do my due diligence and found out about him. I just voted for him. Well, I don't know. 
there are myriad reasons why he could or could not have or did or okay let me see what i'm doing did or did not have commercial airtime i don't know i could speculate but that wouldn't be fair to him because if it's wrong then it would start a rumor about something that's actually incorrect right so it comes down to you deciding who you want to vote for. There are four candidates. It'll, it'll wear down to two, and then that'll be that. Scott went on to say that I was going to vote for uh, Podzhevitz, um, and that this is why. Why is this the candidate the truth is endorsing? I don't know what you're talking about, who the truth is endorsing. The truth isn't endorsing anybody. The truth is not endorsing. Somebody else might have said who they're voting for or who they support, but I'm not throwing my support behind anybody. Like, and, and Scott, he was on my show yesterday. Like he was, he was actually on my show yesterday at five o'clock. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a politician. Don't care to be a politician. Don't want to be a politician. But if you have a question or comment or something to say about election day, it was pretty abysmal, abysmal, crappy. I guess you could say that the outcome, the turnout, eh, it seemed kind of, kind of slow. Talking text, I said, "Is there something?" No, that was from the earlier show. I think that was from Sherwin show. Somebody sent in a thing. Is there something wrong with some blacks voting against their own mental health? I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I guess it wasn't meant for me. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Election day. What does election day mean to you? Or does it even, do you even care? Al from Sherman Park, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, Dr. Ken. I'm glad that caller mentioned um, uh, Mitchell. Um, here's what frustrates me, because I got a piece of um, literature in the mail about the end of last week, and it said that Mitchell uh, was, running and he would be the uh, first elected black Supreme Court judge in 175 years on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. <clears throat> and he, what what's always frustrated me about the Democrat Party is that their deceit for black folks and their love for black folks is only convenient when they want it to be. So any other time, you'd be hearing about the opportunity for the first black judge to be elected, given other circumstances. But here, it seems like all the money and effort and support is be put behind a middle-aged white blonde woman in the Democrat Party. So again, here we are again ranking who we shall support in Democrat Party. Um, and it, 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 it irritates me because come next election, they'll be talking about, oh, black people need to vote for the Democrats because of all, you know, the progress we need to make for black folks, except for in this race. You ain't here to peep about it. They haven't mentioned it, but yet they're heavily promoting the blonde, middle-aged white woman. 
And you're shocked why? I'm not shocked. I'm just oh. mad because you know the why? next election when they need black when they need black folks, why? they'll be playing a different word game, a different pulling a different emotional string. Now, if she makes it through the finals, then there's gonna be a lot of black people to come and vote for her. Because she's going to do X, Y, and Z, supposedly, for black people. And I just hate that manipulation game that they hold with us. And I can't stand it. And that's partly why I'm kind of anti-Democrat today, just because of the manipulation they play when they want to play it. And then they play all the emotional uh, games with the black community. Well, here's here's what they do. And I'm not anti-Democrat because I, I vote. Democrat, I vote Republican, I vote independent, I vote right in. I don't really have an allegiance. I lean one way for some things and the other way for other things publicly. I don't I don't really care what people think. I think what what it comes down to there's certain jobs and positions that when you hold them, I expect you to be unbiased. Judge is one of them. So when you start pontificating and tell me about all the things you're going to do, you believe in women's rights, you're going to vote for women, you're going to, you're just pandering. And because when you get in now, I don't trust you because you should have said you're going to follow the rule of law. You're going to deal with how the legislature enacts laws. You're going to judge and rule whether or not they're constitutional or unconstitutional, not based on what you like or what you think or what you think a woman's right is or a man's right is or a child's right is, but what the law says and try to do it in the, in, in the most fair and unbiased way that you know how. We're all prejudiced. That's, that's, a fa- that's just a fact of life. She didn't do that. She said when she goes in, she's going to be an activist judge. Do you really want an activist judge who may change her mind or his mind and decide later that, you know, maybe we really need to go back to that post-construction era of separating black people from white people and black people from their homes. And, and now this person's on the bench in the highest court in the state. Absolutely not. The way I figured it, she is the white woman's candidate, and they made it clear that she's going to be for the white woman's agenda. <clears throat> she's but she's not a legislator, so she can't agenda. change anything. They're going to make sure cases get to the Supreme Court in Wisconsin so that if they have a majority, they can overturn and do whatever they want. I remind people that's great until it goes against you. And then what? And then what? Anyway, that's just my opinion. Just another thing that's gotten in my craw. <laughs> All right. You have a good day. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you vote today? What? Did you vote? I voted like weeks ago. Okay. I did Dr. too. Ken, I don't play around with that. And, I, and again, I'm still mad at what's her name, Claire Vogel, whatever, for putting my polling place in that janky park. And um, that's why I go downtown and vote and get it done. Early, what? I just don't like my what voting junkie location. Park? What junkie park? Sherman Park, Boys and Girls Club. I'm offended that you call that janky. I'm I'm about to run you out of Sherman Park, dude. I I liked it. I liked it when it was at. Um, I liked it when it was over at uh, Washington High School. Okay. She had me 
stuck in that janky little park over there. I might get shot. You can get shot in Washington. You can get shot downtown. You can get shot in Goat's Breath, Idaho. Stop. But they have more shootings at uh, Sherman Park. Since when? Look it up, Dr. Ken. You got friends at the police department. In actual Sherman Park? Yes. I live you, two you blocks from Sherman Park. Do you consider the basketball court? You consider the basketball court? When was the last time there was a shooting at the basketball court at Sherman Park? Oh, within the last, uh, I would say two of them, I think, within the last uh, two years, 18 months. Look it up. I don't call that a lot of shootings. Thank you, Al. Okay. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hmm. 18 months, two years ago, there was a shooting, and now we're going to say that it's a bad place. Hmm. Do you know where the village of Scatrand is? No. The village of Scatrand is in Dane County. And so I'm going to use Al's understanding and recognition of what makes a place a bad polling place. A polling place in the village of Scatrand in Dane County was closed. A 75-year-old man was arrested. Of course, no name was released because, you know, that's not what happens to people. And there was a shooting outside the polling place. And so they shut it down and moved it. And the 75-year-old was tracked down a couple of hours later and arrested. Hmm. I mean, I got something to say about that, but I don't know. So I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is correct. Now's your chance to be entered in as a finalist to win our one call, that's all 5K giveaway. That's you. That's right. You the winner, $5,000. Be caller number three right now and be entered in to win $5,000. Remember, if your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call, that's all. Be caller number three. And be a finalist to win this money from the One Call That's All 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Call 833-212-1017. Traffic, sports, weather, and me next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hello. Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> I just want to say. I'm around this house. Okay. Huh? No, go on. Okay, no, I was just saying I'm rambling around this house from one end to the other. Uh-huh. And uh, doing nothing, of course, when I need to do something, but I'll get to it. Okay. But anyhow, I did vote. I voted last week. Okay. So I got my vote in. And, uh, yeah, police just shot and killed somebody up here. The uh, lady was talking about traffic was backed up. I think it's up in that area. Is that the critical incident they were talking about? No, I didn't. But we'll uh-huh. look into it in the newsroom okay, yeah. and see what what where where exactly in the city is that? What what what's your nearest I large think it intersection? Was like ninety first and Silver Spring up that yes. way toward the expressway. Right. That yeah. that just came in. So you are yeah, so very true. Said, wow, boy, these folks. I don't know. This stuff going down serious. We gonna have to do something about that. Snatch them little kids, put them in boarding school. I, I don't know if it was a kid or not. Well, we don't know what happened. Let's find out. Yeah. No, they said it was speeding to speed chase. That's what they said on the news just now. So I'm just saying, um, I'm thinking it probably was a kid because it seemed like they're the ones that they're doubling. And uh, they need to be in a boarding school. I swear they do. If they build a boarding school instead of jails and put them in, I bet mm-hmm. you they'll turn out okay. Well, it's an officer-involved uh-huh. shooting. Uh, what she's talking about is a large number of police responded, according to uh, WTMJ.com, to a critical incident near 91st and Silver Spring today. Uh, Milwaukee Fire Department Battalion Chief on the scene tells us one person is dead but would not comment on what sparked it. Police only say it's a critical incident, but the department has used the same language in the past to describe an officer-involved shooting. Witnesses at the scene also reported a struggle between a police officer and a suspect, and we are working to confirm it. So we'll be checking with our um, news folks, and we will see what exactly is occurring. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. This stuff, like I said, is happening, and uh, I just wish we can get a boarding school. If it's a young kid, you know, I don't know the age or anything yet, but if it's a young kid, because a lot of them do do that high-speed driving and stuff, and they think it's uh, um, fun. You know, and I just wish we can catch them and make a school, put some gates around it. Don't have to be jail, but it's a school, and keep them up behind in school so they can learn something. But um, I was just gonna say yesterday I didn't get the, I didn't want to call you back, but you were speaking of hair. What did you say about the hair? I was just saying that there are several, um, and I forget the name that I called it, but there basically there are several laws in eighteen states. And they're trying to get them to all states that basically supports black women and just women, period, being able to wear their hair in a natural state. Um, there are still instances mm-hmm. of people who have been fired and let go, looked over for promotion, things of that nature because of the way they wear their hair. Mm, yeah, I saw that. You know, it's what they call it, the, some kind of something they call it, some kind of something they tried to institute with the law about the hair. Right. And I said, uh, years ago, uh, years ago, my mom used to press our hair 
all the time. And she never explained to us why she did it. She just pressed. But it was easier to calm once she pressed it. That was one thing. But uh, one time then after I got older, I started pressing my own hair. And so when I was pressed, I pressed it one day and I went to the mall to Bayshore. And this guy followed me around all around the store. He said, I'm so sick of these black women trying to be white. And he kept saying that. And then he kept following me. And then I had to figure, I said, wonder what he's talking about. But he never did stop me. And so when I got home, I thought about it. I said, I guess he was saying because I had pressed my own hair that uh, I was trying to be white. I could never be white. If he had to stop me, I could talk to him instead of walking behind me saying that stuff. I could never be white. So I wasn't trying to be white. My mom did that. And so I just grew up doing it, you right. know, and it was easier to come. So uh, I didn't think nothing about it. But when we had the uh, I'm Black and I'm Proud, I'm proud thing, man, my afro was out of this house. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was looking good. So Yeah, it was. And I, I, you know, I still wear a natural now, but it's kind of a little bit shorter now. But, um, no, I wish he had just said something. I wouldn't have been mad at him, you know, for saying what he said. But I, I think that's really crazy because your hair is not your brain. Your brain is in your head. So where all these people get that your hair is your brain, something wrong with them. Spitting knowledge yep. and wisdom. Yes, it is. And that was and called. So, and it's easy. That was called the Crown Act. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The Crown Act. Yep. And it's easy. What's so hard about that? You just, just I, I just say you just mind your own business. You mind your own hair. Do with your, your hair what you want to do with it. I can do with mine what I want to do with it. You know, because a lot of times black women wear uh, all this hair down their shoulders, the anchor women's and everything. I don't, you know, that's what they want to do. I don't care what they do. But one thing about it, I'm a black woman. I can never be white. So whatever. I'm not gonna paint my skin. And I'm not going to let them inject some dye in me. So that's out of the picture. Well, you know, there's there's this instance where, you know, in some places in Africa, they use whitening cream, lightening cream on their skin in order to be lighter. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and personally, something like that. Yeah. Huh? Personally, that's that's a choice you can make. I think it's unconscionable because exactly. I think I think the beauty of America is that we have all different shades and sizes and colors and cultures. And I, 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 I think we miss the power in being able to see something different and then ask, hey, are you mixed? Are you Hispanic? Are you Puerto Rican? Are you from Central America? Are you? French? Are you Spanish? Are you, you know, Norwegian? Like all those places have cultures and the people have a history mm-hmm. and a past. And I think it's cool. Um, people who are mixed, you know, so I, I actually had an argument with some people today because they were the oh, you know, they're, they're not really black. I'm like, well, what are they? Really, really white? Like that doesn't, I said, you're, you're talking about a group of people who literally have two cultures that they can share two different sides of family to the dude. If I had half of that, I'd be happy. But, but, Mm -hmm. but think of, think of the, the richness of being able to look at two sides of family and go, wow, that was that. And that's that. And they're from here and they're from there, but we only embrace it 
it's almost like black people are as bad. Let me say we are as bad <laughs> as what we blame white people for doing by looking at us and then gauging us based on our color, gauging us based on our skin tone. I mean, all that stuff. And eventually, I think I'm going to have the temerity to have a show on people that are mixed and how they feel and how how other people treat them and how they say really dumb, stupid things. I'm not talking microaggressions. I'm talking about stupid stuff. As if they're mm-hmm. not human. Same thing with um, you know, people that are different. Learn different cultures. I, I happen to mm-hmm. know the Polish culture and the Jewish culture fairly well because those are the people I grew up with on the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Went to school with. So, so in, instead of embracing difference, you know, we argue, well, you're not, re- you're not really. So what makes you really black? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just bizarre to me. Like, you're only black if well, you're we this. We different shades. Well. Different shades in us. D- so, doesn't the whole world? You know, something happened along the way. So. Doesn't the whole world? So, hey. Huh? Doesn't the, whole, doesn't the whole world have different shades? Isn't that what makes, I think that's what's make, that that's what makes America great. It does. And no, I'm not it supporting Trump, so America. I don't want to hear it. it Shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> it should strengthen us, though, because yes. if you hear and you stay together, we can fight uh, Ukraine together. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> you know, if you are tiring up your people on this earth right here where you are, then who's going to want to help you fight? <laughs> you know, they say they're having a hard time recruiting uh, people for the service. so. Anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Yes, ma'am. It was always a fruitful conversation with you. Okay, then. All right. Talk to you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, eight three three. We got a guest. Hey, what's up, Zach? What's up? What's up? We got a guest in the studio, Zach, uh, uh, Alex. He's he's going to forever be Alex from Illinois. I, I'm just call. Is, is that is that all right, Alex? I can just call you Alex from Illinois. Yeah. Are you a Bulls fan? Bears fan? All right. You can do the rest of the Black show, Alex. <laughs> Here you go. I think you learned enough already. You'll be all right. Blackhawks fan. Yeah, I don't do, I don't do, like, culturally, hockey? No. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's hockey. <sighs> I only understood hockey when I watched my daughter play rugby. And then you had to understand offsides and outs and all, all that. And then I went, oh, okay, so it is a forward versus a fullback, which is different from a forward and a, okay. <clears throat> yeah. And then it's like every parent, as soon as she graduated, pff, let it go. So, but I like rugby. I really do. 
So I have a question. And I think I've asked this before, but I don't I don't remember, but we're gonna we're gonna Well Hang on. Let me see what's on this talking text line because it's blowing up. I was raised 31. Okay, I'm not going to say the address. North Sherman, that's on Burline there. I know where that is. Across from the Amico that was burned down. Uh, Sherman Boulevard was better in the 80s and 90s. It used to have a lot of Polish resident, Polish residents. Polish. Okay. <laughs> Gene Wilder there, too. Wasn't Gene Wilder Jewish? I think, was Gene, was Gene Wilder? Well, I guess I should, was Gene? Who is that? Oh, my God. Sounds familiar. He, did you just ask me that on the air? Gene Wilder. Who was that? Why, do, why does that sound like a, a referee name? Sounds like a Gene uh, WWE a refer- referee name. Gene Wilder was a comedian from Milwaukee. His wife, Gilda Radner, those Gilda clubs that are on the east side, they're because of Gilda Radner. She died of cancer. Um, phenomenal comedian. I mean, phenomenal comedian on Saturday Night Live. Gene Wilder was a comedian, raised Jewish. Um, graduated from Washington High School in 1951. And so, you just asked me who Gene Wilder. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so disappointed. Came to me. Why didn't you just say Willy Wonka? Why didn't I just say Willy Wonka? Because I don't know what what decade you think in. You're only like twenty something, so. Yeah. I only know that person as Willy you Wonka. Only know I don't that know person his, as I, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Okay. That's unfortunate because he made significantly better movies. Like, like, why would I bother telling you? Because you wouldn't know it anyway. Willy Wonka. See, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. <clears throat> I want to step up your game and film a little higher than Willy Wonka. Maybe I'm just saying. <laughs> Is he known for those other roles? He's a phenomenal comedian. Made a movie with, um, oh my gosh, let me let me find it now. He made a movie with Richard Pryor that will kill you. It was a phenomenal movie. Anybody know the name of that movie? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. You don't even know who Richard Pryor is, do you? A singer. Oh my god! Another comedian. The. the if you think of anybody that's a comedian, if you think about anybody that's a comedian today. They made two movies, Silver Streak and Stir Crazy. If 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 you want to think of anybody that was black, that the reason why we have comedians today, it's because of Richard Pryor. I cannot believe he said that. Ridiculous. I'm so disappointed. I'm so, so, so disappointed. So what we'll need to do is we'll need to sit you down and we'll have to school you 
on on real black movies, real black film, real black. And I get you know what, black conscience. Can you help this brother? Because I'm I'm done. No, I'm I'm. I'm Listen, I love you, brother, but you had a senior moment, too, because you couldn't even think of Richard Pryor. No, I was looking at it. That's the whole point. I the wanted people to call. I wanted people to call so they could say it. Like, really, dude? Like, really? All I got to right. tell you my tricks to get people. You did this to me before. If, you didn't know if, such if and such. Want, if you, if and to think I shook your hand at the, at the, at the, the sophomore celebration. Oh. And gave me a compliment with my queen. So, oh. yeah, you forever in my blessing. Well, let's put yeah, it like this. Anyway, I, let's put it like this. I like your queen better than you because you was mean to me. So, there. Hey, watch it. Them are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> you was mean to me. Uh, Hurt my feelings. Hey, so, yes, sir. so another one is Young Frankenstein. If they, they need to check out. That yes. Was a, yeah. Yes. Yeah, young Movies that make you uh, laugh so hard that you miss the movie. Well, millennials might not get it, but, you know, that was a hilarious. They story. wouldn't get Frankenstein because all the references are, are for their grandparents. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very much true. And it is great knowing things and recognizing things that they don't understand and don't want to. It's great. Well, I'll leave you one more. And they finna really, really mess up the culture with this. Who's this that? new uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh slasher movie. Man, stop. Oh, my God. What are they doing? Now, I watched these two gentlemen explain that they got more movies coming out. They're about to do one with Bambi. I know. A slasher movie type of horror. I'm I know. Like, come on, stop. What are, what are they going to do? Really grow gonna grow up, up and, and grow a horn and start goring people? Or like, what? what? What are we doing? Right. Just strap with a belt and laser, <laughs> laser eye and all that. And just blowing people up. Or Bambi can become a okay, vigilante yeah. and go find the people that killed his parents and kill them. No, that's what they said he's going to do. Ha! He's going to go through and all hunters. And <laughs> yes. He's going to yes. go on a rampage trying to revenge yes. his mother's death. Can you imagine what Snow White's going to do? And Thumper. Thumper's going to just go to pound people to the ground. Can like, you imagine like, what the girl, really the princess and the pea? When she find out who put the oh, pee in the bed, man. There was another one that they was doing. I was like, man, they need to stop now. But, <laughs> hey, that's the way it is. All right, brother. Appreciate that's you. the world we live in. Yep. Live righteous, Milwaukee. <laughs> All right. Peace, King. <laughs> what about Cocaine Bear? Uh, cocaine Bear just looks stupid. What? You look stupid. <laughs> cocaine Bear. Wait a minute. I said a bear looks stupid, and then you tell me I look stupid? Cocaine bear looks hilarious. You better hurry up and go to break because when I come up in there, it's me and you, player. It's on. I got Alex with me. I'm a Jake. I'm a Jack Alex first. Take out. Let the me go get a bear first, first real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you do not have a frame of reference. And the best movie you can come up with in 2023 of all the things you could come up with in 2023 is you put two words together that don't make no sense. Cocaine bear.